tell me if this sounds like you. You'd love to see your business and impact consistently move up and to the right. You'd love to serve your clients at a higher level because status quo just isn't your speed. You'd love for your unique voice to be heard in a busy marketplace because you're the real deal and you deliver. If this sounds like you, welcome. You're in the right place. My name is Ginny Townsend. Now, let's up level. What's up, Podcast Nation? I'm so glad you've tuned in and are listening today. I hope you're having a wonderful week, and I'm excited about today's topic, and that is all about selling in 2020. Now, obviously, we know things have changed. Everything has pretty much changed. Um, How we do things in business and in many areas of our own personal lives have changed this year. And you may already have a business or have seriously considered given the current economic situation because I guess, you know, jobs aren't perhaps as secure as they once were. So why not take a little bit of that control into your own hands, right? Now, the fact that everything has changed in 2020, hear me out that this is not a bad thing. People are looking for everything online like they never have before, right? Like we consider ourselves to be an online culture in 2019, no doubt. But I'm sure you would agree with me that we're looking for everything online right now. Now, whatever your business is or whatever the business you're hoping to launch is, I promise you, your marketing world has opened up wide with opportunity. Um, And side note, actually, before we proceed on how to sell in 2020, Regardless of what your business actually is, I would highly encourage you to bring an educational or informational component into your offering. Now, what do I mean by that? I was just talking with someone the other day who has a woodworking business that's like a side hustle, right? It's not their main job, but they have it. And and it's doing pretty well, actually. And now, while that sounds like an entirely physical product-based business, there's always room for an informational or educational-based product to help even in a woodworking business, right? And, and it shows up as either an informational based product to help those you serve. So your current client base, or even perhaps others in your own industry. Now, let's talk about why informational, why educational? Well, something that I really love about it is it's scalable, or you could say it, it's leveraged, right? You create it once and you keep delivering over and over and over versus building something new every time a client comes and orders something from you. Now, that doesn't mean just because you create it once doesn't mean that it's not good. It doesn't mean that it's not valuable. It doesn't mean that like you're somehow selling out. It just means you have packaged your expertise and are choosing to deliver it in a way that's leveraged. And obviously, frankly, we love having education and entertainment on demand. So I think that that it it serves your client or it serves the buyer, whoever buys from you. And also another reason of why informational is it even allows you a chance to create even more authority in your space. So let's take my woodworking friends business as an example. What are some potential informational or educational product suggestions? Now it could be as basic or broad as like a a woodworking 101 from your perspective or from my friend's perspective on how they approach projects or how they source materials or whatever, very broad. Or 
it could be a very highly specialized skill that that you're known for. Let's say it's your business. So maybe it's like turning or wood inlay, something like that, that many people in the industry would not know how to do. Um, Or if you want to actually serve industry peers, is there something about your business that has kind of caught fire in a great way? I guess that's not a wonderful analogy to use in a woodworking business, but okay, I'm going with it, right? If it's caught fire in a good way. So let's say you've been able to gain unique distribution or some really incredible strategic partnerships that have opened doors for you. Could you package that knowledge into a product? And now I'm not talking about sharing your trade secrets or anything like that. Like I'm not talking about devaluing your business, but I am coming at this from a perspective that the world is big enough to handle one more woodworking side hustle business, right? (laughs) So that's just, that's the perspective. So a couple, yeah. And obviously if this is your business, you know, a couple of the more highly specialized skills that you could package and sell for your clients, or you perhaps know your industry and what maybe you know better than your peers and could package and then sell to help the industry move forward. And like I said before, create even more authority for you in that space. Okay, so that was a um, a very intentional kind of side note. I really do believe that if you don't already have some kind of informational or educational product, now is the time to start thinking about it, start talking to your customers or your, like looking at your industry, see where the gaps are that you can fill because this is the time. Anything that can be delivered digitally, this is the time to create and get it out there. Now, okay. Let's say you have or intend to have this educational or informational product. How do we sell them in 2020? And great question. Like I just mentioned, everything is digital, right? Everything we are looking for things online. We're Googling, how do I solve this? Or how do I do this? Or, you know, how do I grow this part of my business or whatever? We're always always looking for answers online. And there are, gosh, there are so many different ways that people sell online. And this could quite honestly be an entire series, but I'm going to focus on one key method of sales that I continue to see crushing it, including this year. Like I've seen um, customers take this sales approach. I've seen industry peers, you know, that I follow and in those who are ahead of me also that I also follow to see like, what are they doing? You know, how are they, how are they continuing to grow at a rapid rate? And that one sales method is the webinar. Now I'm sure you have attended at least one webinar in your day. I'm sure you're familiar with what it is. And let me tell you, if it's been a little while since you've been on one, they have changed rapidly over the years um, to, to frankly, to suit buyers, right? If something isn't effective, we change it, right? In our business, right? But now a webinar that converts in 2020 doesn't need to be two hours long like they were, gosh, in like 2014, 2015, something like that. We just do not necessarily have the time, or maybe we actually do have the time if you're, you know, if you're sitting at home, but I don't think that that's how 
things need the we don't need to create a movie a full-length movie to get our products and services out in the marketplace a webinar that converts in 2020 simply has to do three things one it has to allow your audience to see that you understand them and if your audience sees that you understand them They'll open up a little bit more trust to you, even if they're brand new to you and to your world, right? And that's the first one. Allow your audience to see that you understand them. The second one, the second thing that your webinar needs to do is allow your audience to see that they have a solvable problem, that they're not in something that has never been solved before, that it's not too complex or it's not too overwhelming that this problem has been solved before. And third, your webinar needs to allow your audience to see that your solution is the best solution to solve their problem. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, right? Now, there are obviously, as you would imagine, some nuances that go along with each of these three things, and I'll cover them in upcoming episodes. But that's really it. And so if you can achieve those three things in let's say 10 minutes, that's all your, that's as long as your webinar needs to be. It doesn't need to be any longer than that. It simply needs to, again, communicate. One, allowing your audience to see that you understand them. Two, allowing your audience to see they have a solvable problem. Three, and allowing your audience to see that your solution is the best solution for their problem. Beautiful, right? And like I said, 10 minutes, totally possible. And another side note, I know some people, when they hear the word webinar, they may think something negative. So it could be um, old school might come to mind, overly salesy might come to mind, tons and tons of work might come to mind, whatever. But let's just revisit again those three key things a webinar needs to accomplish and compare it to any sales process. Like that could be email, it could be a phone sales call or a Zoom sales call, whatever. One, regardless of the method, you need to allow your audience to see that you understand them, right? If it's via email or if it's on a phone call and they don't think you understand them, you're not going to make the sale, right? Or allowing, and also allowing your audience to see that they have a solvable problem. Again, via email, phone, Zoom, whatever, If they don't believe that their problem is solvable, again, you're not going to make the sale. And finally, allowing your audience to see that your solution is the best solution for their problem. And again, regardless of the sales method, if you do not achieve that, they're not going to buy from you. So you need all three things on any sales method. Now, if the word webinar, again, if that triggers something in you, I challenge you to challenge that. I wouldn't want someone's cheesy webinar to close a door for a highly leveraged, scalable sales method that could be really helping you in your business. Don't let a cheesy salesman from a few years ago define the future of your business. Just don't do that. So I challenge you to challenge any weird thoughts you have about a webinar. And then I encourage you to reframe it or even reword it if that's how we continue this conversation, I think it's amazing. So for instance, the phrase that I actually use a lot is a leveraged sales tool. 
So instead of being on one-to-one sales calls all day, every day, you could have one webinar and have more people hear your message than you could if you had had 41-hour sales calls a week. Beautiful, right? Or it's almost like, now I don't encourage this immediately, but eventually if you get to a point where you're like, okay, I know my conversions, whatever, I want to do this on an automated, in an automated way, your webinar or your leveraged sales tool can also become a 24-7 salesperson that you do not have to pay a salary. You don't have to pay any, like, all of the taxes. You know, you don't have to pay for healthcare or benefits. It is a 24-7 salesperson for you. And what I love about leveraged sales tools is that they can provide much more space in a business for the owner to think bigger to do things like focus on strategic initiatives or simply keep a delightfully manageable schedule and manage that. Imagine that. Imagine being able to hit your goals. Imagine to be able to like pay your bills, add some to savings, invest whatever your your specific goals are and keep a delightfully manageable schedule. Amazing, right? So do you want to learn more? Stay close because I've got you. And until next time, until next time, when we continue to talk about selling in 2020 and using leveraged sales tools and becoming a highly profitable business, continue to be up and to the right.